Well, good morning. I trust you are all well. Um, we had another wet and stormy night last night, but this morning, again, it looks quite bright. So let's hope we have a nice bright day today. This morning, as we continue through our, our little uh, walk through the passage in Galatians 5, we're just going to read another few verses and then see what we can learn from those verses. This is Galatians 5, 22 through to 26. But, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So, it's always good to ask questions and start with a question. So let's start with a question that you probably know the answer to, but we'll ask it anyway. What is the fruit of the Spirit? I was thinking about this and I sort of came up with this, that it is the evidence of the result of the Holy Spirit being present in our lives as we display the nature of God. And that reminds us that it is Jesus who is the true vine from which we come. John fifteen five to 8 tells us this. When Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He goes on to say, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. That line towards the end, showing yourselves to be my disciples. That is the nature of Jesus being seen in us, and he doesn't leave us alone to do that. He has given us the one who helps us to reveal his nature to others and also to each other. Remember from yesterday the words of the Apostle Paul when he said, So, I say, walk by the Spirit. And then we went on to uh, share a quote from Michelle Carter, the gold medal-winning Olympian, uh, the Olympic athlete. And this is what she said in part of that quote that we read yesterday. She said, The way I act is important because it is a reflection of how I walk with Christ. So, showing the fruit of the Spirit is how we should walk as Christians. Now, the gifts of the Spirit are the tools and the talents that God gives us to work for God as Christians. So, we both walk as Christians and we work as Christians. And God, through the Spirit, has equipped us to do both. Both the fruit and the gifts are given by the Holy Spirit and they are to be to the glory of God. Now we're looking at the fruit of the Spirit now and the first one is love. And 
This is the most important of all of them. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, a passage I know that you will know very well. And we read this. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. God's love is the main ingredient in both the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. Now, about a couple of quotes again. How about we have a quote? Uh, this time from the 18th century. That's going way back. It's from Jonathan Edwards. Uh, he's the, the Puritan preacher who was born in 1703. And he spoke of love in this way. If love is the son of Christianity, surely those things which overthrow are exceedingly unbecoming to Christians. An envious Christian, a malicious Christian, a cold and a hard-hearted Christian is the greatest absurdity and contradiction. It is as if one should speak of dark brightness or of false truth. Let me read that again. If love is the sum of Christianity, surely those things which overthrow love are exceedingly unbecoming to Christians. An envious Christian, a malicious Christian, a cold and hard-hearted Christian, is the greatest absurdity and contradiction. It is as if one should speak of a dark brightness or of a false truth. We say things that don't go together. That's a good example. 1 John 4 verse 8 and 9 Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world, that we might live through him. I trust from these yeah, few words that we are seeing the importance of love and how it is important for us as Christians to be able to show God's love in everything we do and everything we say. Not always the easiest thing to do, but we are encouraged by God's word to do this. Let's just pray together. Our Father, we do acknowledge before you that we sometimes struggle to be as you would have us be. We know that you have given us the gift of the Holy Spirit. We know that he can work through us. And we know that we have the, the, the capability of showing your love through his work within us. But very often we don't live up to that. We get annoyed, we get angry, we displease people. And then we come away and doubt ourselves. But our Father, we just pray that this day you will remind us of who we are. That you will help us to let the power of your Holy Spirit show through our lives as we express your love and that we might love not just each other but we might learn to love our enemies and those who hate us and those who would persecute us. So we lean upon you that you will guide us and help us. Our Father, we also bring before you this morning Enid's friend Kathy, who is back in hospital with pneumonia. We pray that your hand will be upon her, that she will be aware that we are praying for her, and we pray for her recovery, for a speedy recovery, that she will soon be home and be well. Our Father, we bring these things before you, in the knowledge that you love each and every one of us. And our Father, we bring them in the name of our Saviour, Jesus the Christ. 
Amen. Amen. Well, just a couple of other points. Um, we are created in God's image. God is love. We should try to love as God loves. And one final verse, John 15, verse 8. This is to my Father's glory, that we bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. So we've been looking at the question, who am I as a Christian? So this is who we are as Christians. We're going to have another look uh, at the fruit of the Spirit again uh, as we sort of work down this list in Galatians 5. And I will be back later with um, our Bible study as we look at Genesis chapter 49. So till then, uh, may God bless you and I'll see you then. So it's bye for now. Bye.